Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I'm your host, Jordan Voiles. Uh, today, we have Sean Williams, our student pastor, that will be joining us on the podcast. And Sean, you just got done preaching on peace. Uh, so let's just open up the topic about peace on earth. Yeah, so I guess uh, peace on earth, it's um, been a topic of conversation forever, mm-hmm. I guess. Um it's in Christmas hymns. It's in discussions all over the place. It's in movies. It's everywhere. Uh, really funny. Uh, Miss Congeniality. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Sandra <laughs> I've Bullock. I've seen the first one. I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> would never be something that I would proudly admit to enjoying, but I do like the movie. Right. Uh, it's but too late now, though. Yeah, it is too late. <laughs> it's out there on the internet. It's out there. Uh, but there's this really funny scene where it's just all these pageant contestants and all they're saying is world peace, Mm. world peace. Well, that's easy. I say world peace Mm -hmm. and just over and over and over again. And then you feel, you figure out what the question is, uh, say, what do you think society needs the most? Mm. Uh, And the the funny part of the scene is Sandra Bullock, who is like this undercover uh, agent who is like posing as a, a pageant contestant uh, says uh, like stricter punishments for parole violators <laughs> as like what society <laughs> needs most. And it's just like crickets in the audience, right. but then goes, Oh, and world peace. And the audience like explodes in cheers and applause. So, uh, yeah. I mean, world peace, it's obviously something that's on the minds of not just, uh, people in church, but kind of everywhere. This idea of, of peace or a longing for peace, I think is, is really out there in the world. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do we see the need for peace? I know a lot of times our, our eyes get jaded. Like, you know, again, like we live a busy life. And mm-hmm. I think the only time when we, we really see the need for peace is when we're longing for it. But how do you how would you describe the listener day, the need for it? Well, I think ultimately just the evidence of sin is the lack of peace mm-hmm. in the Garden of Eden, uh, which is described in Genesis uh Chapter three is this fall of man as, as Adam and Eve sin. And the consequence uh, for that is ultimately death. But uh, it's also just this lack of peace. And I think there's there's different kinds of peace that we can see missing. Okay. Uh, there's a peace that we want. There's a peace that we like recognize yeah. as uh, this kind of like greater good peace. Um, but really, uh, it's just conflict. It comes into play. Death comes into play. Uh, uh, two of Adam and Eve's kids, right. uh, Cain and Abel. Uh, Cain uh, is jealous of, of Abel. He brought him a yeah. pleasing sacrifice and he kills him. Right. Uh, then later on uh, in the history, just in the Bible, it happens again. There's uh, this guy named Joseph and he's the youngest of 12 mm-hmm. and he has these dreams and these visions that he's going to be in this position of authority uh, and his older brothers despise him for it. Uh, and they plot to kill him and, and settle on selling him into slavery to get him out of their lives. Right. And clearly, there's no peace there. And, and you could go time and time again throughout the Bible uh, alone, but also just look at world history. I mean, mm-hmm. if you open up a history textbook, uh, most of what you're going to read about are war and yeah. the consequences of war. Yeah. Uh, greed and jealousy and, and envy and pride um, that all lead to a lack of peace. So I think we see it all over the place. But mm-hmm. I think the most important peace that people are lacking and, and how we can see that is this need for peace with God. Yeah. Uh, Cause sin separates us from God. God loves us. God desires to be with us. Uh, but in our sin, we're separated from that. And we have this conflict where God wants something for us and our sin, uh, separates us from what God wants for us. And so there's this conflict there and we don't have peace, uh, by ourselves yeah. because of sin. Uh, but there's this amazing verse, uh, Romans chapter five, verse 10. It says, 
Uh, For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Mm. Uh, It's it's this great verse uh, that points out the fact and the truth that in our sin, we are God's enemies. We are not on God's side, and therefore there is conflict because there are two opposing sides. Mm -hmm. Um, But this reconciliation that comes from Jesus and the sacrifice that he made on the cross and then is even more so confirmed in his resurrection uh, just cements the opportunity for us uh, to say yes to peace with God and to absolve that conflict and be reconciled to God. Yeah, so I guess the million-dollar question is how do we get peace? You know, I'm sure you see it a lot in in youth ministry. Um, There's a lot of escapisms where people try to go and, and run and try to find that fill the void that we're, we're missing. So what what do you think, I, I mean, this is a loaded question, but how do you think we need to get peace and how, what are the means to get, to get there? Yeah. I mean, you're right. I love that you brought up uh, escapism yeah. because sometimes people substitute peace right. for numbness Yes, uh, they or distraction. Mm-hmm. I think they recognize that there's conflict. They recognize that there's an, there's an issue. There's uh, this, just battle that's going on uh, internally or externally. uh, And so they turn to distractions or numbness. Uh, I mean, you see this in substances. You even see this on binge watching Netflix Mm -hmm. uh, just to get away from things and to experience just quietness. But that's just a substitute for peace. And so this uh, at Christmas, what I love part of the way that Jesus is described is as the Prince of Peace uh, in the Christmas story as the, you know, the, uh, angel appears to the shepherds and they say you would bring you good news uh, peace on earth and, and on the people that God's yeah. favor rests. Yeah. We see all this idea about peace, but ultimately uh, the way into peace, how do we get there is through Jesus. Uh, remember the peace that we need is reconciliation with God. Yes, It's not just absence of conflict. It yes. is a reconciliation and an invitation to be back in God's presence where he wants us to be, where he has paid the ultimate price for us to have the chance to be. Mm. Uh, and in John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Right. Uh, that idea of coming to the Father is this reconciliation with God, this relationship with God in heaven. Uh, and we cannot have that reconciliation without Jesus, which is why he says there's, he is the only way. Uh, later on in John chapter 14, uh, it says, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. This is Jesus saying, wow. uh, and he says, the one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if we look back at Romans, there's mm-hmm. this idea of being enemies with God. But then in John 14, uh, we see this truth that Jesus provides the way for us to be loved by the Father, to be loved by himself, and to have him with us, amazing. Uh, which is really amazing. This, yes. this is the kind of peace with God that we ultimately need. Yeah. Uh, and, and you actually, uh, Jordan, you're, you're a musician, you're a worship leader. Uh, you have a song called Perfect Peace yes. uh, that I love listening to. Yeah. It brings me to some, some stillness and to some awesome. quiet time of rest. Uh, so I want to get kind of your input on this idea sure. of stepping into this peace with God. Sure, yeah. No, I, I wrote that song. You know, obviously, as children of God, you go through seasons where some seasons you feel like you're on the top of the mountain, some seasons you feel like you're just in the valley. Um, I wrote that song. There was definitely um, some mental health things going on. And so you got to find, you got to go to the source, right? Mm. And so when we wrote that song, um you know, of course, it takes a village to, to write some of the, that music. But I remember just sitting alone and kind of strumming and, and then the lyrics kind of came to me. But it was 
basically a picture of Isaiah 26 of when our mind is stayed on Christ, he'll keep us in that perfect peace. Mm. And that was a season where my mind was not stayed on Christ. And I was literally searching scriptures of going like, what does the Bible say about peace? You know, mm. how can I find it? And Sean, I feel like you drew the line perfectly throughout scriptures of for the listener today of going, this is how you find it. It's honestly reconciliation. It's it's God wanting to be in that relationship with you. And that's basically what Isaiah was saying is you have to be stayed on him. And what mm-hmm. does that mean? It could be in the word, being in group, coming to church, you know, and so that's where I found healing and that's kind of where that song was, was birthed out of. So, yeah. yeah, I love it. Uh, and, I, and I think, like you said, staying fixed on Jesus, yeah. keeping our focus on him. Uh, John 14, 27 uh, this is Jesus's words to his disciples. This so is good. like at the Last Supper. This is some of the last words that he has with them before he goes to the cross. Uh, but he says this, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So good. Uh, there's, there is no substitute for the peace that Jesus offers. That's right. Nothing else will compare to it. That's right. So what would you leave the listener with today if, if you could sum all this up, which I think you did a fantastic job dissecting it. But what what's one thing that you would leave listener with today? Well, I would say ultimately, uh, it's pretty obvious that the world doesn't have peace. Correct. um, And and that peace that is meaningful, peace that is substantial, peace that is eternal can only come from Jesus. But once you have that peace, Mm -hmm. uh, it's almost, you're overflowing with it. and, And it should be a response that the believer has to share that peace in the world, to be a beacon mm-hmm. of that hope and that peace and that reconciliation. So uh, and so I would say that um, if you're listening and you're a believer and you know what it's like to have this reconciliation with God, to be invited into that relationship and to be loved like a child, mm-hmm. you got to be inviting other people into that. Love people it. need that. There is no substitute for that. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you don't know what it's like to be in that relationship with God, to experience the fullness of his love, um, just seek him. Yeah. Just just search. Uh, yeah. Search for him in scripture. Ask a friend about it. Uh, look on a service. But God promises that when we seek him, we will find him and we seek with our whole heart. So mm-hmm. if you are really looking for that peace that has no substitute, just seek for it. Ask for it. it and God will step in. Uh, and I just want to leave with Romans chapter 12. Uh, I won't read this whole thing, but verses 14 through 18 are this great description of how believers are to interact with people around them. Where there is this lack of peace, this is how the believer can be a beacon of peace. Uh, I'll simply read this. Uh, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Wow. It's pretty plain there. <laughs> it is pretty plain there. It's it's as long as it depends on you yeah. for as much as your part is in your relationship with other people, be a peacemaker. Wow. Sean, thank you so much. And honestly, that puts the onus on us. It's like so many times we're looking at other people, but it's like, what what can we do in this world to change and, and be peacemakers? So, Sean, thank you so much for, again, dissecting this and really making it clear for the listener. Uh, we appreciate you so much and all you do here at Crestview. And what a wonderful message you preach today. And we're just so grateful for you and what you're doing at this church. For the listener, uh, that's the question. Do you have peace? Uh, that's that's a good question to ask yourself today. And if you don't, uh, we pray that you would just seek God and find it. And we pray blessings uh, during this season. We hope to see you next time. God bless.